0: you got to tune to Wop Up on KEXP 90.3 FM. Welcome online, of course, at kxp.org. Thank you for being here. I'm Derek Mazzoni, your DJ and host, and it is my great pleasure to have in the studio Asada and the Nubatones. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. I'd love to hear some music. let
1: it. من أنا؟ لو ما حبيتك واستنيتك من أنا؟ لو ما هتفت في سبيلك رجلي دا في مسيرك من أنا؟ كتمت وكان في لحظة سكون قبل الهبوب وأنا واقف ومستنياك عمال أقول من أنا؟ صدى السؤال زي الرعد بدق من جبل لجبل ولما الزمن يلف مبارح وبكرة في إيده ردك حيكون الفرد ردك حيكون الفرد ردك حيكون الفرد
0: Sahra mm. and the Nuba Tones. Thanks for being here. Thank you. That's a beautiful track. So this is a brand new release?
1: Yeah, it's a brand new song. We haven't actually released it yet. Um, we might drop the single next week, though. Um, awesome. Making no promises.
0: On uh, Wonder Wheel? <laughs>
1: uh, well, right now, the album isn't finished or out yet, so uh, I'm not quite sure where it will be out yet, the new album, but our last two albums were on Wonder Wheel. Okay. So who knows? Maybe traditions will keep going.
0: That's an interesting new sound. I mean, it's, it feels... Um, uh, much more psychedelic. Mm -hmm. And um, also I've been digging in a little bit lately in some like um, early tapes from Sudan. There were a couple of crate diggers in Cairo that have been finding and releasing stuff on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. And it was an interesting parallel to that. Was that intentional? Are you like also exploring that a little bit?
1: Um, Well, for me, the... the The entire psychedelic and retro sound of the whole region has always been an inspiration for this project. So with every album, I think we're trying to dive deeper and deeper into it. And um, with every song, we, I think, are exploring different facets of it more. So I don't know if it was a conscious, intentional thing. I think the way I write is a lot more organic than that. And then if it works in the sound, it, then it does. But um, we definitely were deliberate about adding the keyboard into our new sound. So that always twists things up.
0: That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so it's a big day uh, today. I just want to let everybody know that uh, you were originally born in Sudan, mm-hmm. and then you moved to Yemen. Yeah. And then from Yemen to uh, Massachusetts. Yeah and then to New York so mm-hmm. uh, but you sing in Sudanese there's so much of your of your culture still wrapped in that and mm-hmm. it's I'm always fascinated by the immigrant experience. We've At Cakespeak, we've done a shows on immigrant music and immigrant songs. So I'd love to hear a little bit about your particular immigrant experience because some people as immigrants, they leave and they kind of like, you know yeah, I'm from there, but it's not really who I am right now. Mm-hmm. And some people leave and they're just stuck. You had this great quote saying that when you leave a country, you expect that country to be frozen in amber. And then you're shocked when you go back that it has evolved. So I'm curious, you know, your are you're, you're you're playing with a Sudanese instrumentation. you're actually performing in Sudanese. There's a connection to that, but I'd love to hear you like your your story on that
1: Well you know the idea our personal identities are different for everybody, and I think the way we relate to ourselves and to our communities is an evolving thing that shifts and moves with the person and with time, um, it's not a linear direction um, for me personally, I found that it's impossible to pretend you're not of a place and just kind of leave all of that behind. You take a part of it with you. But it's also impossible to pretend that you're not a part of a new place that you've been in for so long. Um, for me, my greatest blessings has been living in New York was really a place where I could find harmony in, in, in my hyphen. Because um, in New York... It's one of those places where you're welcome with all that you are and all that you bring with you, and it doesn't make you any less of a New Yorker, Um, which was a really refreshing experience because the rest of the United States, there is this push to assimilate um, and a push to become American, um, which I think is why a lot of diasporas close in on each other, um, on themselves specifically. Um, But for me personally, there's always been a great, a great healing in music. A great, it's the best way to go home to me. Um, it's a way to go home that's dynamic, that's active, that's also about building the home you want to see for yourself. Because Sudan, I left Sudan a long time ago because there was no room for someone like me in Sudan or for, someone, or for people like my family. And there's apparently no room for many of us there. Um, and so music has always been my way of going home.
0: Okay. Beautiful, thank you. Sure. There is an interesting um, uh, energy to your work, and that um, you're presenting your this this country where most people, you know, under the current administration, Sudan is equated as like uh, a terrorist organization, or even uh, you know, a, a bad place that we don't want these people here. When people hear your music, and especially this kind of connotation. It, their minds are blown because they had no idea of their history. Most people think that the history that they're living right now is the only history that ever existed, and Sudan can only be this one place. Mm-hmm. So you're presenting, you're, you're giving them an opportunity, as an artist, you're giving them an opportunity to see um, this country, this, these people, this diaspora, in a whole other way. So thank you for doing that.
1: My pleasure. <laughs>
0: Would love to hear some more music,
1: please. Yeah.
2: I
0: Introduce the band first, um, Asara on vocals. Yes. Then we've got Nahid on keyboard and vocals. Uh, we have Brandon Terzik on oud. Uh, we have Mawena Kojovi on bass. And we've got uh, Rami El on percussion and vocals. Thanks again for being here. It's an amazing day. Like when I found out that um, after 30 years by here, um, Omar Al Bashir is, is gone from Sudan. Um, it always makes me think about, like, as an artist from there. And you go back pretty yeah, regularly. Very I mean, regularly, yeah. Um, we recently had Meklit Hadero in here who mm. uh, was welcomed back to Ethiopia. Like, you know, the government changed. She's like, come on in. They paid for a flight. They gave her, like, you know, you're a great artist. We need, to rep- you, need-, we need you to represent us. Mm. What if something like that lands on, on uh, your doorstep? How would you feel?
1: Uh, what would you do? Oh, man. I mean, it would have to be a, a legitimate regime change. What, I mean, Bashir was ousted last night in a military coup um, to be replaced basically by other goonies mm-hmm. that are other versions of him. So um, it has, the revolution hasn't, hasn't finished yet. We're still in the middle of it. Um, I mean, I in general, I am weary of representing governments, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be really frank. And I think as an artist, it's really important to stay weary of governments. It doesn't matter which it is. Um, I think it's important for artists to represent themselves and their people. Um, The job of art is to act like a mirror, reflecting what's happening. And when you're the mouthpiece of someone, maybe it might be difficult because there's other agendas involved. Um, I'm not saying this in the case of Macleet, because the regime change that happened in Ethiopia right now is so incredibly Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um, dramatic and drastic, uh, whereas it's not really what's happening in Sudan. but, yeah, in general, though, my stance on governments is no. <laughs> okay,
0: okay, good, good to hear. Yeah. So, um, Habibi, what is yeah. the so? But what is your translation of Habibi? Because it's used a lot in songs, it means beloved, but I know that it means a bit more than that in context. Can you tell uh, our, our people here what Habibi means to you?
1: Um, well, Habibi means beloved or my love, um, and it's usually, it's used very regularly in Arabic, in songs and also in conversation with people. Um... So this song is like a love song to my beloved, who, who, who fights uh, against injustices, who uses, who carries their dreams like a like a shield against. I guess I'm so bad at translating from Arabic. Who uses their uh, their dreams as a shield? Um, against these injustices, who never compromises, um, who understands that the biggest key to uh, to progress is to face your own faults, and with tenderness, change can happen. Um, the, the, those last two songs that we did are new songs, and we're still working on our next album. Hopefully, we'll we'll finish recording at the end of May. Um, but they're basically we have been following the revolution very closely, and. I feel like I've been following the revolution since we left Sudan because there's been other revolutions leading up to this one, yeah. um, and I feel like I've always been writing songs for the revolution um, with my with the EP before the Batones and then with our first album Silt and even with our last album Manara. It had a couple of songs that were very much about the revolution, like Nar, like Al Furag, uh, like uh, Nar and like Fugu in the first album. Um, but with this, with this revolution happening, what I was feeling was an overwhelming amount of love. Um, while it was so inspiring to see people taking to the streets, it's so inspiring to see people really understand the power that they have to make change happen. But also, as someone who's following really closely, I also understood how much work we need to do on ourselves. Um, because even if this regime falls, we have a lot of work to do on ourselves as a people. And sometimes you just need a
0: couple of good love songs for that. Perfect, perfect. Let me ask you just a quick question. Um, and it's a big one, but like, a lot of people have no idea what Sudan is. They know they, they know about Darfur, they know about the Civil War. What can you tell people about the Sudan that they might not know? That's something that you like to share.
1: Uh, mm, Sudan is one of the most diverse places in Africa. Um, before it was separated into South and North Sudan, it was the largest country in Africa. But even with that, there's about a hundred tribes and languages approximately in the area um, of Sudan in like the, the borders of Sudan itself. Arabic is, uh, Arabic was a, is a new language actually to Sudan. Um, so uh, I don't know, I guess. A hundred tribes and languages seems like a good thing to know. <laughs> that's a good. So it's
0: incredibly complex. Yeah. And there's no way to just put it into one little
1: Yeah, you know, there's just no way. And that's why I've, I've never really tried to represent Sudan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not because I'm not Sudanese, but because I don't think any single human being can. Um, it's it's a really diverse place with a lot of stories in it. And there's no single way to be Sudanese, just like there's no single way to be a human
0: yeah or like you know I, I, if i travel people go so tell me about america i'm like you know how do you start yeah
1: exactly where it's do i start like, i was like well in the west there's this then and the and East, it's there's very different <laughs> <laughs> exactly so you know for me it's always been about that but a lot of my my relationship with sudan involves also a lot of missing and a lot of parting mm-hmm. um which i've also written about um for me moving a lot has has made missing and parting with people like a, such a core part of my my emotional structure <laughs> and the 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 missing always seems like it's multiple phases you know there is the first phase of missing where you miss someone or a place so much you think your you think your body cannot actually contain this much emotion and then after that comes another phase of missing and that phase is when you become accustomed to that Missing, and it becomes a part of the memory and it becomes a part of the sweetness of the memory, bittersweet kind of thing. And you carry that missing with you and you become comfortable in it. And after that comes another phase, though, where you become so comfortable in it, you actually start to become numb to it and it starts to slip away from you. And you start to miss the feeling of missing because it might bring you closer to the memories. Um, And so for me, that's always a core part of how I think about my relationship with Sudan and my relationship with the world, actually.
0: Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Let's hear some more music, please. Yeah. Al and the Nuba tones on KXP where the music matters. Beautiful, thank you. When did you know you wanted to be a singer?
1: Ooh, when did I know I wanted to be a singer?
0: And when did you know you could?
1: Oh shoot, I wasn't sure I couldn't. I don't know if I'm still sure I could. keep <laughs> doing, what
0: are you keep doing. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. I always loved music, and I always knew I wanted to be in music, and I've always had a passionate love affair with it. Um, but I never thought. That it would be possible for me to become a musician, um, especially because I'm, I'm an immigrant, <laughs> I just assumed I would need to get a real job. And uh, and I, I studied music in school, but you know, with ethnomusicology, so I could you know tell my parents that I was going to be a teacher and have a real job. But I remember the moment I had with myself in in my senior year in college, where I sat myself down because I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And I was just like, if I didn't have to worry about what anyone thought or money or anything, what would I do? And I decided, I realized it would be, I would try to be a musician. I would try to be a singer. I would try to be a songwriter. I wanted, I wanted to really try to do this. Um, but it wasn't, in, I'd been doing music for years before that. It wasn't until that moment that I had the courage to say it out loud to myself. Um, and then it took many years of failure after that to try to get to it. <laughs>
0: If you're just tuning in, uh, we have Al Alsara and the Nubatones in the studio of KXP. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is a great treat. Thank you. Um, the song is Al-Furag. Can you tell mm-hmm. me what's it about?
1: The last song, Al-Furag, was about the missing that I was telling you about. Um, it's about parting from someone. It's about... Um, the kind of pain that happens from uh, long, long, long separations. Okay. Um, so what I was explaining earlier about the missing. Perfect.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Um, let's hear some more music, please. Yeah, this Asaga next one.
1: and the number tones. Ullani.
0: Sara and the Nubatones, live at KEXP on Whoop Up. Thank you so much. Tell me about your band. How'd you guys find each other? What keeps you together?
1: Ooh, well, without these lovely, beautiful people, none of this music would be possible. Um, I I might do the majority of—I might do the songwriting, but we do all the arranging Mm -hmm. together. Um, Rami and I met first, actually, and this band started out as a conversation between the two of us. Mm -hmm. He and I worked in different projects around New York City before. And uh, sort of, you know, we had these uh, monthly supper clubs <laughs> where we just eat and hang out and talk about music. And he was working on his, senior the- uh, on his master's thesis at the time, actually, about uh, migration in Egypt. And do you want to talk a little bit? Uh, sure. I can talk. Uh, Instead of me talking to you about you.
2: <laughs> yeah, we would uh, sit, listen to music, and we found we had this love for, uh, you know, these songs of return. Mm-hmm. And uh, this great music that was coming out of uh, southern Egypt and Sudan in the 80s late 70s, 80s, 90s and um, yeah, I was writing about the decision to build the Aswan High Dam in Egypt and the relocation of the Nubians and uh, sort of how
1: that played out Exactly. So we were listening to that body of music. Me listening to it as someone who grew up with the music, mm-hmm. and who whose family left the region because of those uh, of those dams, and how it affected the whole area. Um, and and from there, it kind of sort of evolved into. into into much more than that, I think. It evolved into a sound that encompassed a lot more of East Africa. And it it evolved into a sound that's more about us instead of about traditional songs or covers. Um, And then we found Mawena actually, um, at a concert at the Lincoln Center. Rami introduced me to Mawena. And he was playing with another amazing musician out there. And we went and we stole him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you want to add to that. <laughs> no, is,
0: uh, the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> the rest is history.
1: We stole him. And uh, Brandon Terzik, actually, is, uh, was recommended to me by my former root player, Haig Manukian, who was my mentor and Rami's mentor, who passed away in 2014. Oh, sorry. Um, and he recommended Brandon as his replacement. And the rest is history. Perfect. I knew her since she was born, because she's my sister. And I dragged her into this band against her will too. <laughs> she wanted it. She's amazing. Um, but what keeps us together, uh, I think, is I don't know. I hope it's it's uh, respect and a love for the music we make together, and um, also because I won't let anyone go until they die. <laughs> 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 Pretty
0: much. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Please come again. Your next show is going to be uh, April 24th at Festival International de Louisiana, Lafayette, Louisiana.
1: Yes.
0: And you're working on the new record, and next time when it's done, please come back.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much for having us. Thank
0: you. I'll start on Nubatones on Wopop and KEXP, 90.3, where the music matters. I want to thank Jim Beckman, Alia uh, De Alessandro, Justin Wilmore, Luke Neck our amazing video team, Kevin Suggs and uh, Yosef Vaskovic. And most importantly, please support KEXP, support Wopop, support all this great work that we do. We are listener-powered radio and video. Thank you for all you do. KEXP 90.3, where the music matters.